Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica. So you and I know that I am not that big of an alcoholic drinker, but... My goodness, I think my alcohol level, I have gained like an extra level of tolerance from all the alcohol that we drank this week. Oh, you too? Because um, I've picked up day drinking again. <laughs> uh, last week was a heavy alcohol week for me, and I know you too. Yeah, there's a couple events that we're not going to be able to talk about, but I wanted to give a shout outs to like Boochcraft that I ended up going to check out as a kombucha, alcoholic kombucha. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I asked the question. This is you're gonna laugh. What kind of alcohol you guys put in that booch in the boochcraft? <laughs> like, is it like what kind of vodka, rum? What do you put in it? And they're like, um, no, we fermented a little longer, so it has a higher <laughs> alcoholic rate, alcohol content rate. And I'm like, oh, face palm emoji. Oh, just, oh man. All right. Well, it's been fun. I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm yeah. Like, literally. So embarrassed that I had to get out of there. No, no, no. It was such a, it was a fun time, but yeah. Lots of alcohol this, this week. I don't know. I'm pretty bummed now that you told me that story that I wasn't there um, to, to <laughs> see that because that is gold. <laughs> yeah, it's fermented. <laughs> <laughs> the people at Boochcraft were really nice. They're getting out to the market in Seattle. So you guys got to look out for that. But Monica, how are you doing today? Um, I'm detoxing from alcohol. So as of Thursday, after our last wine event, I'm going off alcohol for a little bit because it was pretty heavy last week. Um, found some watermelon drinks, got to hang out with Mr. Frank's Instagram and stuff for, so, you know, it's been a fun week, but, uh, time to clean my system out a bit. <laughs> oh, there you go. Name dropper, name dropper. <laughs> humble brag, a bit humble brag there, you know, humble brag. <laughs> yeah. Two of the most popular Seattle foodies, just just name dropping them. Okay, I, I got um, it. You know, they're my booze. <laughs> <laughs> no, we as you're saying, like we're trying to slowly wean ourselves off mm. of alcohol. Little do we know, we're drinking margaritas the next tomorrow. So tomorrow, yeah. I know. Yeah, Margs, slowly weaning it off, right? I know. Slowly, you know, baby steps, <laughs> just baby steps. <laughs> I think four days of being clean is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to our show, everyone. This is the Seattle Foodie Podcast, episode 49. Hey, Monica, before we get into our recaps and all of our fun events and our interview, we had a giveaway this past week, and I thought it'd be fun to just announce the winners on our show. What do you think? I think that'd be great because I don't even know who the winners are. <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't know, we did a Palisade giveaway and we gave away five $50 gift cards to Palisade. Before the show, I went ahead and picked five winners from the random comment picker. The winners are. Let's hear. It. I didn't <laughs> want to make you. I didn't want to make you do the drum roll. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hangry for what? Flavorful, monmon.eats, jackies.eats, and Amy Fam Bam. And Fam Bam is spelled with a ph, like fat, pretty hot and tempting. So. <laughs> Okay, I'll get that list from you later. <laughs> you said it too fast. I didn't write it down. I'll get it from you later. <laughs> That's all right. Congratulations to everyone. Congratulations. So awesome. You guys each win a $50 gift card to Palisade. Monica, we are doing a ton more giveaways in the future, right? 
Yeah, that's the plan. We got one coming up for you this week, too. Perfect. All right. Let's get on to the show, shall we? Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right. So here comes the recaps. Monica, why don't you start off for us? Okay, so I'm going to start off with Cutter's Crab House. So you guys, we've been talking about this before. Restaurants Unlimited is celebrating their 50th anniversary. One of the things they're doing is they're having a summer visit challenge until September 8th. What that means is that you get a dining credit for each visit up to $75 for five visits at any restaurant's unlimited restaurant like Palisade, just talking about them, Cutter's Crab House, Palomino, and more. So Nelson, you and I had dinner at Cutter's Crab House this last week. Can we talk about the exceptional service that we got? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Our servers were amazing. They were okay. absolutely amazing. Hank and John were absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I, You know what I loved about it? I think it's Hank's Southern charm that like won me over. Oh, I do love that Southern charm. <laughs> Agree. But here's how you know I really like the service, Nelson. Now, for those of you listening who don't know me very well, I do not like to be touched or hugged. And when we left that night, I initiated a hug with Hank. <laughs> that means exceptional service. So just to let you guys know, touching is not one of Monica's five love languages. Okay. <laughs> no, of the lang love languages, there's watermelon, fried chicken. <laughs> 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 okay, well, we'll go through the rest of them later just so y'all know. Yes. Okay, so getting back to the food, aside from the exceptional service, which really was a fantastic night, you guys, the Crab House sampler was fantastic, but I especially love the Dungeness crab. That meat was so moist and sweet. I could have eaten the whole crab, and I don't say that often because, you know, those crabs are big. Uh, mm -hmm. I also enjoyed the Market Chopped Greens, and that one had seasonal fruit on it, candied hazelnut, which I love. Beecher's flagship and this house made vinaigrette. And y'all know that I'm not really into salads. And so if I say it's a good salad, then it must be something great, right? And then for dessert, the key lime pie was low key, just totally low key surprised me. You know, key lime pie is something that I like, but not something that I think that folks do well here. It was really sweet, fresh, and just tart in all the right places. Nelson, what were some of your favorites from that night? So you always love scallops. So we had to order the scallops, mm -hmm. right, from Cutters. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought the scallops were exceptional. I also thought the Columbia River salmon was also pretty good too mm -hmm. as well. I thought, okay, at first I was like, wow, that's a big piece of fish. But I kept eating it and eating yeah. it and all of a sudden it was gone. <laughs> it was, it was gone. I saw it. So it disappeared. Was, yeah. You know, food disappears around us sometimes where we're just like, what happened to the food? Did somebody take our food? I, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to eat a little bit, just get a little bit of taste. And all of a sudden like, oh, the whole piece is gone. I have no idea. And it was, it was a very, very generous piece too as well. Yeah, so it, it wasn't was, just like it this, was a generous It wasn't cut. this three ounce piece of salmon. Yeah. It was a big cut. So yeah, yeah. it was an entree size portion, folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. So uh, any other standouts for you? No, I think that was it. I mean, okay. you mentioned all the key lime pie and yeah, I, everything was really good. I did have a fantastic lavender Cosmo that night, you guys. So it was really delicious. <laughs> all Again, right. She's just, she's just upping the levels of alcohol. That's yeah. all she's doing. <laughs> all right, guys. So just remember restaurants unlimited summer challenge visit challenge runs through September 8th. Nelson, do you have some events to cover for us? Yes, I have two events because they're both wine related. Monica, this past week was definitely wine drinking, not wine tasting for us. Well, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe wine tasting for you, but it was mm. definitely wine drinking for me. Mm -hmm. 
to start off, you and I went to probably the most epic wine event in Seattle for the year. I've, I've, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. I'm talking about the auction of Washington Wines winemaker picnic at the Chateau St. Michel. Monica, when we walked in, I mean, as soon as we walked into the entrance, people were like, Chardonnay? They're just like, <laughs> <just> pouring wine. <laughs> That's true. They just, were. Well, I didn't even they're... take two steps. I didn't even take two steps. And the person goes, would you like some Chardonnay? And I'm like, I haven't even gotten my wine glass yet. Okay. okay. Like just poured in my hand. What's going on here? Well, I don't know. Well, that might've been your experience, but my experience is when I walk through the gate, people are just like, where did you get that parasol? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your parasol was the MVP of the event. Yes, it was. <laughs> Just a little extra like that, but tell us more about the wine. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thing was to, to raise awareness. It's for charity too as well. And many were people were bidding on cases of wine. And when they weren't bidding, there were over 200 wineries that were pouring out taste for everybody to, to check out and just sample all over the Chateau Saint-Michel grounds. Mm-hmm. Monica, in that tent by the, by the concert stage, they had probably over 50 wineries. And it was just basically they set up a barrel each representative was just pouring out wine mm-hmm. so you can taste the wine before you bid on the cases. I talked to Justin Oba, Obalicious, the next day, and he actually won a case of the wines too as well. So yeah. it was very interesting to watch. I mean, people would come up and just put just an, an amount of money on, on the bid. And then they it's a silent auction. So you just kind of see if you end up winning it at the end of the night. And it, and it gets crazy like the last 10 minutes, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Justin had some really great stories about those last couple of minutes. Um, it looked like a lot of fun, but, you know, I was busy doing my tasting <laughs> of both food and wine. Yeah, and can we talk about all the food that was there, too? It wasn't just wine. It just was a lot of food there, too. Tom Douglas, Katie Siegel of Conversation was making ice cream sandwiches. Our favorite, Lisa Nakamura of Noki Bar was making Noki. Mm-hmm. Beecher's had... I don't know, four levels of cheese spreads. <laughs> just, it was just like, yeah. it was, it was epic. They were Trophy not playing. cupcakes. Yeah. I they mean, they were not playing at all. They, they were ready and they had such beautiful tablescapes, not just with cheese and crackers, but like fresh fruit. They're, those colors are really popping out. Trophy cupcakes had a beautiful spread. They had a bunch of macarons as well. Hello Robin had their just signature cookies. Our friends at Gourmando were there and there were so many other vendors. I just can't, I mean, Tutabella. I mean, there's just so many that I can't name them all. Absolutely. There were so many, there were so many options. It was so full and so full of wine and food and what a great night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm still amazed by how many wineries and people just pouring wine just all over the grounds i mean mm-hmm. there would be a person and just like a person would come to our table and was like pouring red and monica goes like oh i don't drink red i was like do you have a rosé i was like oh yeah let me get the rosé guy hey hey get over here <laughs> just like and the wine. guy <laughs> she wants the rosé and the person would just run over and like start pouring rosé. i was, was like hilarious. what is going on it's it's it was amazing yeah. it was an amazing experience <laughs> so much fun and then the next day monica i went to a toga party it was literally toga, toga, because I was out in Soto for the Bacchus block party and they had like a Greek theme. Okay. I apparently didn't get the memo. Well, I did get the memo, but I don't have a toga outfit. Last toga outfit I wore was probably 20 years ago at some frat party. Hold up. But- Isn't it just a sheet? <laughs> Come on, <Nelson. laughs> Hold up. Isn't a toga just a sheet? 
Yes, but my thread counts are so high, I'm not going to turn it into a toga. Oh I'm my gosh, look know. at Mr. Fancy <laughs> high thread count over here. Uh, it's Egyptian <laughs> cotton, hello. Oh lord, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nelson. <laughs> so Monica, you and I have been to this place at the Soto Wine Works, and we checked out Nine Hats Winery there through the mm -hmm. Seattle Passport. Mm -hmm. Well, I got a chance to check it out. I got to check out all the other tasting rooms around there. Now at the, at the Soto Wineworks, there are 10 total tasting rooms. Each tasting room at the block party was doing a promotion for $5 tastings. So I started at the end at sleight of hand and just continued moving through. And I tried to drink as many <laughs> places as possible, as many tasting rooms as I could. Uh, Rody Cellars, Waters Winery, Curlew Cellars, Lotta Wines. I mean, I, that's, that's about five of them that I crossed off. I, I couldn't do any more. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't make it through all 10, but oh it was goodness. definitely a fun time. We also had a dinner at Nine Pies Pizza with some of our friends. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> this again. Momo, Momo Shares, Emerald City Eater, and we and Feeder. Feeder was there, Tour 601. Monica, I just have to tell you, whoever decided to have a pizza spot in the middle of the 10 tasting rooms is an absolute genius. Whoever that architect was or whoever that person <laughs> that planned it just decided to put a pizza right in the middle of those of all the tasting rooms that kudos like I applaud you. I'm standing up right now. Golf clapping. Golf like, clapping. It's, 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 yeah, it is. It is amazing. For sure. And, you know, that's the only food on the premises. really. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's brilliant yeah. for sure. Not true, because at the block party, there were also two food trucks there, including Falafel oh. Salam. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it was there. Well, no one said there was going to be yeah. food trucks. My goodness. Uh, yeah, there were food trucks. Okay. <laughs> but you definitely should check it out. I think it's great because let's let's face it. Seattle doesn't have I mean, you have to go to Woodenville to to do like wine tasting around there right so mm -hmm. they decided to have something right in the middle of seattle in the soto district and i think it's really really convenient yeah no for sure i enjoyed my time there using the uh, savor seattle wine passport and um, look forward to visiting again in the future okay monica we got some jams sent to us Yes, we I'm not talking about I'm not talking about music jams. I'm talking about oh. like edible jams. Okay, yes. so let's put that music jam on the side. Um, yes, you and I had uh, two bottles, one bottle each of uh, jam sent to us by Angry Fish. And Angry Fish is a veteran-owned and family-operated company in Edmonds, and they make jam. They use locally sourced fruits and berries whenever possible and always organic, pure cane sugar. So I tried the raspberry habanero because I love a little spice in my life. It was just a tad too sweet, but it really went well with the burn of the habanero. And Nelson, you tried the triple berry. Tell us about that. Yep. I'm actually eating it right now, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had a no hmm. eating on the show rule. <laughs> no. I'm just spoon feeding it into my mouth right now from, from the jar. And yeah. uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, guys. The the box came <laughs> with two bottles of jam, um, some English muffins, and some crackers. And Nelson refused to take any of that because he's doing exactly what I thought he would do, which is eating it straight out of the jar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you can eat peanut butter out of the jar, why can't you just eat jam out of the oh jar? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. yeah. Just skip it. It's all about that no-carb life, Monica. Yeah, right, that no-carb life. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, follow Angry Fish on social media to find out where to buy a jar. But there are places um, in Edmonds, especially, where you can find it here and there. For example, I know that uh, market the Market Fishmonger, they sell Angry Fish jam there. Um, so you can often find them at local places. But you can't find them in, like, a chain grocery store. So just remember that. Perfect. I love the triple berry. 
Mm. Like they actually have like real berries in there. So I'm yeah. just eating them. Yeah. Real berries. Good. Yes. Real berries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nelson, any more events? Did we miss anything? Yes. I got one more recap for All you. Right. And Monica, you know, fancy seeing you at the SLU night market because what was the comment you made to our friends at the night market? I said, this is my house <laughs> because I live and die on the streets in Salt Lake Union is a market that I've been going to since they opened five years ago. Um, so yeah, we're talking about something. Somebody said something to me. I'm just like, uh-uh, this is my house. <laughs> I own these streets. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we must protect this house. <laughs> <laughs> so monica believe it or not hashtag not a couple we both were at the night market on separate times i arrived a little bit earlier than you did but then you met up with us mm -hmm. so you came a little bit later one of the booths i finally got to check out that you recommended was mobile burgers mm -hmm. now these guys make halal burgers and monica i think your son is a big fan of mobile mobile burgers right yeah i think um on his food rating scale it achieves two 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 and a half grunts um which means he <laughs> likes it um I, yeah he, he he's definitely a fan um i'm a fan as well and i well, I'll let you talk about the burgers a little bit. Sorry for stealing your thunder there. No, no, no. I think kids, I think kids, well, your your son's not a kid. He's a, <laughs> he's a kid. Teenager. Mm -hmm. I think teenagers are, and kids in general, mm -hmm. are probably better food critics than a lot of us, just oh, yeah. to be honest with you. No, right? I agree. I agree. Because they don't like a lot of things. And so when they <laughs> eat something and they really like it, yeah. then it must be really good. For sure. Because you know me, I'm like, 90% of the time like oh this is really good <laughs> it's like it yeah I know yeah, as opposed so to sweet. when I say those words people perk up and listen but it's just like well Nelson <laughs> always says that so I'm not really sure what that means no I agree like my son you know he does have a really stringent rating scale um he has like a silent nod where he says nothing which is means that's edible and then mm -hmm. when he starts making the grunting noises this one two and three um is actually like tells you how much he really likes it I've been trying to get him to use words to describe the food so that you know he can sort of express and we can sort of figure out what he wants to eat but no i agree it's 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 a well-made burger for sure and i've had it before i'm glad you finally got to try it out um did you try the aloha burger we did try the aloha burger it was at the night market just just a special burger just for that night mm -hmm. it was the hawaiian burger with pineapple and they added an egg on top of it which was really exceptional mm -hmm. but i really just liked their simple original cheeseburger yeah i love the cheeseburger it was, I think what makes it is their sauce, so is there's like special, they're, I'm quoting like special sauce that they put on. <laughs> air quoting. Yeah. Nelson's air quoting right now. <laughs> air quoting. Now their sauce is very good. And what I love is that they're super nice. Um, they're really nice and they're really a small business and really great to see them come up to the market because I think they're usually down south um, for their regular mm -hmm. catering. So love it. Yeah. Mobile Burgers is at the SLU market. I think this was the last night market of the season. Is that correct, Monica? Yeah. So this is the last Salt Lake Union night market. Typically in the falls, the night markets switch to Magnuson indoors um, to a different venue. Don't worry because they still have the day markets going on throughout and mobile burgers will be there. So you mm -hmm. guys got to check it out mm -hmm. next time you're there. Sure. Okay, Monica, those are the recaps for this week. Let's get into the events, shall we? Yes. Lots of events. You want to start it off? Sure. 
Uh, let's start it off with Sadie's Night. So on Tuesday, August 27th at 7 p.m., Sadie's Night is happening at the Palace Ballroom. So Sadie Sheldon is almost four years old, and doctors recently discovered uh, she had a brain tumor. So she has cancer, and she's undergoing chemotherapy. So Sadie's Night uh, is an event dedicated to her and her family. So it's going to include small bites curated by local chefs. There's going to be live music, beer, wine, and also a silent auction. People are donating silent auction items as we speak, so we don't have a full list. Basically, all money raised will go to help support Sadie and her family, as well as a portion going to Children's Hospital. Tickets are available on Eventbrite, and the cost is $50, which includes admission, food, and one drink. So, Nelson, you and I were just talking. Uh, we've been talking for weeks about how great it is for uh, the food community to give back. And here's yet another example of, and this is really quick when you think about it, because Sadie was just diagnosed in July, and here it is, you know, like a month later, where uh, the community is pulling together for to make this event happen. Absolutely. It's it's very awesome that people are getting together and there's a nice lineup of chefs that are participating in this in the Palace Ballroom too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to be a lot of chefs. Uh, we can't even name them all. Um, they're leading with eight chefs, but really, you know, there's more folks who are putting this event together. But just to name a couple, uh, Chef Derek from Conversation, Chef Herbal of Lahi, and uh, Chef Daniel Cox of Frolic are just some of the big names that, that you'll be hearing so really looking forward to this event. If you don't have your tickets, you still have one day to do it. Actually, no, it's next week. Haha, <laughs> Monica forgot her days. Too much drinks. Um, <laughs> you have a week. <laughs> Go get them, you guys. <laughs> All right. So, Monica, I got an event on the east side. So what? another east side I feel like I'm doing all the East Side assignments, which is totally fine with me because um, Nelson, you I'm give yourself, you give us both the assignments, so you're giving them to yourself. <laughs> you're acting like I give you the assignments, you give Am the assignments. <laughs> Monica, behind the scenes, behind the oh. scenes. Oh, <laughs> oh, but BT Dubs, you guys, Nelson's super bossy. <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> not true. Not. True. Oh, not true. <laughs> All right, Nelson, tell us tell us about your East Side event assignment. Yes, yes. How bizarre, how bizarre, right? Monica, you remember that OMC song? Oh, no. Way you, back in the no, day? No, you lost me. I'm too young to know that song. Oh, man. Okay, anyway, you guys are just going to have to YouTube it. But great song, great song. Redmond has a night market, and for three Thursdays in August, the So Bizarre Night Market is happening from 5 to 10 p.m. at the Redmond Central Connector Park and Downtown Park. Each week has a different theme. So you got air, water, and fire. Kind of like Captain Planet. It's a thematic <laughs> night of art, food, and music. Performances are happening from start to finish, and some of the food vendors that will be there include our favorite Susu, Wow Wow Lemonade, Glow Tea, Alexandra's Macarons, Puffle Up, and a lot more. Monica, I just saw Susu yesterday at the night market. Did you? Um, yes. Yes. Amazing. The Durian, the King Returns, the Durian version of their rolled ice cream mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah it's good it's good it's good no i haven't tried it yet um they just switched menus so i haven't tried anything off the new menu yet but they sure look beautiful yes and wow wow was there too mm -hmm. their strawberry pineapple lemonade is amazing you guys got to get that too as always. well bring your jars i always forget my jars my damn jar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You should just have like a uh, car carrier in your trunk, just like organize all the jars and like all the jars that I have. Yeah, all the jars <laughs> that you need, like your young yeah. tea one, your Wawa lemonade one. Don't forget your reusable straws. I think it's awesome that we have a night market on the east side. It's about time. About time they had some stuff like that, right? For sure. And I actually didn't tell you, I stopped by after the wine event at Chateau St. Michel. Um, I didn't stay long, but it was very energetic. And it's really great to see people out and about on a Thursday night. It was like a lot of people there and it was spread out nicely between the two parts. So um, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Monica, we got one more event each. So why don't you tell us our last one? Okay. So the next one I'm highlighting is Barrio Fiesta. And on Saturday, August 24th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., this event's happening in Edmonds. I'm going to give you the address, so write it down. 8713 220th Street Southwest, and that is in Edmonds. This is a community event to celebrate and honor Filipino culture. What you can expect is entertainment, food trucks, vendors, activities, and more. Admission is totally free. And businesses like Barcada, Custard and Things, Mike Shave Ice, and Wow Wow Lemonade will be there. So Nelson, I've never been to this event, but how could I possibly resist? I mean, wow. Close to my house, Filipino food, all in. Well, you had me at Custard and Things in Barcada. So <laughs> right? two of my favorite places. I love it. Mike Shave Ice, always love Mike Shave Ice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a, it's a strong lineup. It's a strong lineup. No it wonder. Is. I mean, let's do this. We'll, we'll head over there. Then after that, we can go to the Market Fishmonger because you know how much I love Market Fishmonger. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, I bet, you know, I, I don't know if I told you, I went there last week before I went uh, for Happy How could hour. you? Well, how could you, Monica? <laughs> that's kind of the reception I got. So I stopped by before I went to Calnero for my cocktails. Um, but when I stopped there, um, the chef, Han, said, is Nelson here too? And I'm just like, hey, man, yeah. hashtag not a couple. He's not here. Shame on you, Monica. <laughs> Shame on you for going without me. Shame oh on you. Oh, my gosh. Shame. Oh, my Shame. gosh. You might shame. as well live in shame. like North Bend. Shame. So far away. You can't shame me. Sorry. It doesn't work on me. It might work on other people. It doesn't work on me. So anyway, um, yes, I love that place. Um, I tried one of their new specials. So, But, you know, it, it doesn't matter, Nelson. It takes me a while to eat through the whole menu with all their specials. So, you know, you can catch up or not. Like, whatevs. <laughs> okay, guys, getting back to Barrio Fiesta. Um, I also wanted to let you know that if you haven't heard our interview with Terrence Jeffrey Santos of Wow Wow Lemonade, catch up on episode 12. And don't forget about this event on Saturday, August 24th. Okay, Monica, I'm going to, I'm going to end it with this one. So remember last week we were talking about making cake pops at Bark Brontis Bakery and yeah, you did such a great job. Yeah, that's right. By the way, I have to give a shout out to sugar therapy because my friend Allie was the one that introduced me to cake pops and that's her, Cheater. that's her small business. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't so tell she, me you were cheating I, and you I've had never, experience. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a cake pop before until Allie made me some cake pops and they were mm -hmm. awesome. So sugar therapy, giving me a shout out. But anyway, let's get back to Bark Brontis Bakery Cafe. We talked about them last week because we had their sneak preview of their cafe and kitchen. You supervised me making those cake pops. Well, this week, yes. you all get a chance to try out the goods at Bark Brontis Bakery Cafe. So on Saturday, August 24th, they will have a launch party and they will be giving away free coffee and macaron samples all day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Peg Place Market on 1426 Western Avenue. So you can check them out. 
hang out with the friendly baristas. They are very friendly, Monica. When I say you can also look through the kitchen glass window because they're making colorful pastries and desserts all day and Mm -hmm. you can look through it. It's kind of fun to observe. It's really a a fun venue. You should check out that cafe. It is. I love that space. Uh, It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed the baked goods, the conversation and the pastries. Win, 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 win. Absolutely. I still, I'm still thinking about those salted caramel macarons that they had. Me too. <laughs> I was just thinking like. I think I ate my last one earlier on Monday and I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. I wish I had more. I, w- I wish I packed more of those. Those are, the, those are so good. It kind of seemed like you packed a lot though. <laughs> Did I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were very good. That oozy, ooey gooey caramel. Oh my gosh. You just want to get down and messy with it. That's right. All right. That being said, let's go ahead and finish our recaps and events right there. Monica, we've got an awesome interview. Probably one of the most famous Seattle foodies on Instagram, wouldn't you say? I'd say that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'd say that. Stephen Dougie is one of the OG Seattle foodies. So not just one of the most popular, biggest names. I mean, really... Like for me, coming in late in the game, you know, I feel like he's someone, you know, OG. Uh, He's got nearly 60,000 followers and he posts epic larger than life pics for you to drool over. I think he's really sweet and I'm grateful to call him a friend. And here's our interview with Steven. Hey everyone, today we're with Steven Ducky, who's also known as Seattle Foodie Adventure on Instagram. We're so excited to have him with us today. Welcome to the show, Steven. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so excited that you would agree to be here. Tell us how you got started in the Seattle food scene on Instagram. Okay, that's a really good question. I get that all the time, mm-hmm. pretty common question. Honestly, it started, well, first of all, my page originally was a personal page. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, with me taking pictures of selfies of myself and pictures of my family, my cat, things I do, you know, around the city, you know, just like, just personal things, you know. It wasn't anything like food related as much until later on. When I posted my food photos on my page, it was just like, hey, you know, like I went to this great five restaurant or I went to this barbecue shop, you know. And then I would say about 2015, that's when I realized that, hey, how come all these random people are following me? <laughs> no, seriously. Did yeah. I, have I told you the story? No, I don't okay. think you have. I haven't shared this with that many people, but I just noticed like a lot of random people were just following me. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should just convert this to like a food page, you know. And also during that time, I was like, going through personal issues with, you know, breaking up with my ex and like I wanted to hide all those things, you know, from the past and just move on and just keep it food related. But while at the same time, it's kind of like I didn't expect it to be what it is right now. Like in 2015, I was just like, okay, I'm taking pictures of food, putting it up. A lot of people love it. A lot of random people are following. And I didn't really have like a goal like, hey, I want to go to five, six restaurants every week or have 5,000 followers or like get 200, 300 likes or whatever, you know, I just, I was just going with the flow. And as I continue on to doing what I've been doing since 2015, it's just been really overwhelming and also a learning process too. Because I remember like end of 2015, 2016, that's when I started picking up and like a lot of restaurants were like inviting me to go to tastings and stuff and I was like, okay, what's a tasting? You know, I'm like, what do you do? What is that? Like, gonna eat like one dish or something and then yeah. pay for it and advertise it? Like, is it on them? Is it on me? You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure what the whole entire process was, you know? And I remember like, in, I would say spring of 2016, I got invited to, what, 2016 or 2017? 
might be 2017, not 16. Let me make that correction. 17. Um, this big marketing agency just contacted me and just like, hey, do you want to hit up five, six restaurants within one day? Wow. One day. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is hard. serious business. Yeah. That's when I knew, like, hey, this is not going to be a hobby. I mean, it's still going to be a hobby, you know, but it's, it's yeah. going to become something even bigger than what I imagined. Yeah. So, and I did that event, six, seven, or five, six restaurants. And then from there, I don't know, it just, it's hard to when I reflect back and see how it started. I don't know. It's just, until this day, it's kind of like surreal, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's hard. I think it's, we have the same thing where, like, yeah. it was my personal Instagram and had yeah. a lot of, you know, personal photos on it. I always kept my family off um, yeah. my page so that that's not public. But still, other things that I do. And then somehow it just got to be all this food stuff, right? Yeah, so got sure. away from what the original thing was. And it's because people love it. And I think one of the things about your page is that you have a high level of engagement. You have epic, what I would refer to as epic pictures, and that people really gravitate towards you. So that's my next question. Like, how do you connect with and maintain your relationships with followers? Because um, I think that's something that makes you very unique. Yeah, I think, I think that's a very good question. Um, I actually got this question quite often. What I think what it is is that first and foremost, I think because my page actually has my first name and actually has a picture of me. So then people are able to, they feel comfortable engaging, meaning that, hey, you know, they'll leave a comment or ask questions in the comments or send me a DM. And they feel comfortable doing that. And uh, most of the time I respond back to um, questions within my posts, you know, but not DMs because there's so many of them. I'm just saying that I don't have time to answer each every question for sure you get hundreds but of those I, want, I, I appreciate though yeah. i really do I, i'm doing this whole entire instagram thing and where it's at right now with my page like honestly like i tell my family my friends my close friends like, i'm really blessed it's a really really blessing experience because not everyone is able to do this you know and every morning I wake up i'm like really blessed and happy that people so many people support my page and support my page since the beginning I mean, I go walk around and eat around the city and people will come up to me, hey, you know, I really thank you for this post or, you know, tell me about this place and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I had this, oh my God, I had this couple that literally said, they got a venue here because of my page. Oh, wow. venue. They're like, because of your food pictures, you yeah. know, I want to bring my whole family and friends here. I'm like, okay, are you being serious? You know, you're being <laughs> just joking around. I was like, no, they're like, no, we're being serious. Like, yeah, because of your page and all, like you showed all this great food places, restaurants in Seattle, and then, you know, just seeing the city itself from your page is so beautiful, you know, yeah. and they're from the south, so it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, things like that, you know, it makes me really appreciative, and, you know, I'm just really blessed, but I do my best to engage with everyone on Instagram, since Instagram, the platform is very important to engage with them, um, but while at the same time, it's kind of difficult, because, like, where I'm at right now, it's like I get a lot of comments, yeah. but I do my best to respond back to very, you know, especially the important questions, you know, sure. like, oh, okay, what time you know, are they open the weekends today? I'm happy, or, you know, those kind of various questions, right? So Yeah, no, I, I think it's a lot and it's impressive considering how many followers you have and how engaged people yeah. are. I mean, you know, people have close to as much followers as you do and the levels of engagement aren't the same and there are reasons for that. I mean, we know that. Yeah, well, um, let, let me make this clear because I've been getting this kind of like, there's like rumors that's been yeah. spreading around recently and in the past that I purchased fake followers. Let's make, let's get this straight. It has never ever happened. 
and there's other tools online that you know if people are curious you know businesses or just people followers they're curious to know about my engagement in the past there's tools online for yep. you to make that measurement it can i welcome them to do that to my page and you'll see that sure. that has never happened in the past it will never happen now for sure so, it's it's public and it's free it and i'm really glad that you said that because i mean i get the same thing too um i'm in a different category than you obviously because i have less followers but that engagement rate is another thing. Like, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It it's like nobody cares about what you're posting. True, and that's what yeah. the engagement rate is about. Yeah. How many people are looking at your stuff and talking to you about it, liking it, sharing it. Yeah. Those are all really important things. It is. Um, well, I like your page a lot. I'm not saying that because I'm talking to you. We're right in front of <laughs> face you. to face. But I like your content. Oh. Honestly, um, the podcast that, you're, that we're doing right now, mm -hmm. that you're running, I haven't really focused much on it. Not because I don't care. Mm -hmm. But... It's something that I just learned about a couple months ago. Yeah. Oh no, you remember this. I didn't know you were doing a podcast until we actually met face to face. Mm -hmm. But I like your page. I like oh, how you just you. put things up and just like you say it like how it is. <laughs> I like that. I like the straightforwardness, you know. Boom, 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 you know. You know, so Thank you. I think your page I generally really like your page a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think I think when you start breaking away there's a lot of like commercialization yeah. of yeah. someone's brand or, or yeah. personality. And that's fine, but I'm always going to be me. So if yeah, somebody exactly. wants to pay me to be me, that's cool. Yep. But if they want to pay me to be somebody else, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm always sure. going to be me, and I appreciate that about you yeah, as well. Yeah. I've seen over the last couple of days you've been meeting up with people, some of my favorite people, and that's worth it, you know? I mean, it's it one is. thing to just post pictures online, but like to meet up and to share a meal and to catch up with a friend that you yeah. met through Instagram. Because um, people talk about Seattle Fridge, which I think is total crap. Um, I think relationships are what you make of it. And some yeah. of the people that I've met online have been some of the best friends that I've ever made. You're so right about that. Because <laughs> I, I actually met a couple of friends mm -hmm. off of Instagram. Uh, one person, I gave him a shout out. His name is Rami. He just got married recently. Yeah. We met off of Instagram. And a couple of other people too, but I don't want to mention her names right now. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't want me to mention her names. Yeah, but, for yeah. sure. So given that you're someone um, pretty much, let's just be honest, you're famous, you're a rock star. Um, for someone like you, what kind of advice would you offer, like the next generation of foodies? You're talking about the Instagram platform. Yeah, uh, that's a really good, great question. Honestly, I'm still kind of trying to discover how I created my page. Um, I mean, I guess I ask the audience, "What do you think? What do you think my page has? <laughs> Where's that right now?" <laughs> I hate to say, like growing and this this big. I mean, you know, yeah. I would say. I don't know, the, how I do my content is like, I when I go to places to eat, it's based on what I'm craving for and what my friends want to go. So I'm, I'm, I sometimes I feel kind of weird as an influencer because like, I don't really focus on what's new and upcoming. I focus on what I'm craving for yeah. and what I want to eat. And it's not, it's, it's quite different because like I know a lot of people that do that, you know, which is fine. Not, I'm not downplaying. I'm not saying no, that's we not, need that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just way, saying yeah. I'm just a guy with my phone. I take pictures of my phone and I just whatever I'm craving for, I'll dim sum or, you know, Brazilian food or like steak. I just go and get it. And there's sometimes where I post things from various places or two or three posts from the same restaurant, like three or four months within. It's because I'm, I was, I've been craving for that kind of food or yeah. same restaurant. So I don't know. It's. I would say for my advice is just do what you want to do. Definitely do engage with other foodies and other people who actually follow your page. And you have to post, I know it sounds kind of annoying, especially people who are just listening, they're not a foodie or an influencer. 
you have to post at least once a day or, or once every other day. Yeah. Otherwise, your engagement will drop like crazy. And that's just part of the game. And I get questions, you know, people comment and message me like, hey, what do you post so often, you know? I'm like, well, it's Instagram. It's <laughs> yeah. like, if you don't want to look at people's posts, don't go on Instagram, right? Yeah. So, totally. that's it's just, just my advice. Things. So, And also, my number of advice is keep things short and straight to the point. Oh my goodness. When I, when I see, I, I get it, I get it. I don't, you don't do this, you know, but I see people sometimes, right? I used to do this myself where they write like two, three paragraphs. I'm like, oh my God, like you're gonna make me sit here and read all this? Like, just keep it short, straight to the point. For me, I just list the restaurant, the address, sometimes the price, and then I say what it is. I try not to give my opinion on that. If you wanna know why, I can tell you why, but I don't really give my opinion on, opinion on whatever I'm eating. And then I just keep it short, straight to the point. You know, people don't wanna read three, four paragraphs. Yeah, no, I hear saying. you. So that's my advice. But again, that's, I feel that's like my style. I, I feel like I do do that. So I'm kind of feeling attacked right now. Really? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't no. think so? No, you write. Uh, you do write quite often. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, are you it's talking about me? It's not, but it's no, 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 no. Actually, it's not. It's actually someone from San Francisco that I've seen, not in Seattle. As yeah. well, there's a couple people. But I told I told her not to do that based on my opinion. So she knows that. Yeah. I'm not gonna say who it is, but, um, <laughs> That's okay. but she knows. I told her in person. Yeah. That's okay. But, so we yeah. got a few more minutes. Why don't you tell me what do you got in store for your page and for your brand over the next year? I mean, you are just you just keep going up, 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 up. Like, mm -hmm. what are some exciting things you got going on? Mm, I don't know. Can't I, talk about it. No, no, all this. The honest answer is not that I don't want to talk about. I can't talk about it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So what I've been doing the past couple of months is that I've been trying to do crazy things. Say for example, in back in May, I went to Bainbridge Island and went to go check out the apocalypse. You know, yeah, and that kind was of, great. And it kind I of relates to food. You know what I'm saying? Because my page is Seattle yeah, Food Adventure. And it's kind of okay. Well, you must well go on a food adventure and explore the city. So I've been trying to do that with my page, but. While at the same time, it's been a lot of effort and time. And, I mean, it's it, going on a trip is, oh my goodness, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of work, you know It what is. Mean? Yeah, so I've been trying to do that, but anything's for in the future, I don't know. That's the honest. Yeah, no, it's totally know. fine. You'll see. Yeah, I'll tell you that I did love the, the alpaca coverage. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really great yeah, really yeah. cute and really different. Yeah, know? and not that many people know about it because I was like, yeah. I love alpacas. And like, I just did a Google search. I was like, oh my God, there's an alpaca farm. I'm going to go check it out, you know? And now a lot of people are visiting mm -hmm. that farm now, so. Okay, no, that's know. perfect. No, yeah. you did it. So what are your, we're going to limit this because of time. What are your top three places to eat in Seattle right now? Because I know for me, that always changes. Because I eat all, you know, all kinds of things. I crave different things. But like right now, as we're talking, what are your top three? Top three? Here? Yeah. Goodness, can I, can I just send you a list? <laughs> no. We're top doing the talking three? thing. Top, top three? I can't. Oh, my gosh. I knew this, this question was going to come up. Can, do I have to give you the right answer? No. Because I'm just going to say. You can you tell me types of cuisine. You can talk about things that you're cooking at home. Okay. Well, first, I don't cook at home. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Only because, I was going to say. But only, you know. only because I hate doing dishes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I said, in the beginning of the interview, I go based on what I'm craving for. Yeah. Um, top three must eats in Seattle or like my favorite spots in Seattle. Oh, my goodness. That's well, okay. I mean, when I'm craving... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I, maybe I, we'll just, go to the rapid fire piece, right? So, you know, so dim sum. Okay. Where do you want to eat dim sum? Right now. Dim sum right, right now. Right now. Right now. Purple dot. Purple dot. Purple dot. Good. Where do you want to eat ice cream right now? 
ice cream right now. Right now. Salt and straw. Salt and straw. <laughs> um, where do you want to um, grab a steak right now? Grab a steak across right the now. street. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butcher's Table is amazing. Nobody right. ever talks about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. They I have amazing meat over there, the yeah. Mishima Reserve. Yes, yes. And I spent $300 right? there last time. With no. my buddy of mine. Really? Because I, still have I heard that you get comped all the meals. No, 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 no. Let's, let's get this straight out. Not all the time. Not all the time, all right? I'm not that privileged. If I am privileged, then I guess I'm humble about it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But no, we, we all pay that's, for food yeah, yeah, a good yeah, portion of the time. People don't realize yeah, it. We yes. get free food, but we also pay for a lot. Yes, all that's right, right, Steven. That's all the time that we have for today. So you guys find Steven, Seattle Foodie Adventure on Instagram. Uh, really epic shots, really, really, really like rock star status. Um, give him a follow. Thanks for the interview, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our interview with Stephen Ducky. And just in case we missed it, you can find him at Seattle Foodie Adventure on Instagram. So uh, Nelson, I had a lot of fun with that interview, got to know him a little bit better. Um, and you and I just recently met him within the last year, I think, like face to face in real life. Yeah, we met him earlier this year at an event and really awesome. I mean, he's just a good guy in general. He's we've been invited to a couple of his tastings too as well during this during this year. Love talking to Steven. He's this is a good guy. Really great guy and he has great content. Every time I'm looking through his page, I was like, "Oh, I haven't been here. I haven't been here." It's like so I keep bookmarking a lot of places that, <laughs> that he goes to. For sure. Um he always is there to give me reminders of places I haven't been in a long time, mm -hmm. new places I haven't been at all, new to me, not necessarily new businesses. Um, but yeah, I mean I think really great resource on Instagram. So give him a follow, you guys. I'm always looking at his food. I was like, Man, that looks so good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Today he posted like I think it's this business in Las Vegas. It's like all Ube. Yeah, he did a day trip. Yeah. He did a day trip to Las yeah. Vegas. That's awesome. I know. That's baller. I know. That is, that is baller. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm Usually I need like two to three days because right, I'm me down, too. you know, cause I'm down 2000 at the craps table. So I got to like recuperate the next, the oh. next day to make sure I get, get back to even. So that's usually. <laughs> and me, I'm just like day trip to Las Vegas. I need to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> naps are a real thing. Yes. Okay. Naps are a thing. All right, Monica, that's pretty much the end of our show. You got anything to add before we take off? No, that's about it. So looking forward to drinking less alcohol this week than last week. Yeah, but we still got a lot of events going on though. So yeah. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, we have a giveaway coming up this week. So look out for that. In the meantime, drink a lot for us and happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at SeattleFoodiePodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.